Welcome to the Red Dice Diaries. This podcast is a rambling journey through the wonderful world of RPGs from the viewpoint of a long-time GM and player. The music at the start of this podcast was Nightmare by Alexander Nakarada and is used under Creative Commons license. Hey John, it's Ivy the Happy Whisk. I can totally relate to paying for paying for something to have it work better. That's where I'm at with my website and blogs. Like I used Blogger and I still have it, but I'm moving over to a paid site because I just want a service that works. And that's what I that's what I think needs to happen for me for that. So as far as but you know, paying for Zoom, I think I think it's good. I mean, you you're paying for something, like you said, they are they have more incentive to fix it up. And Google has been a hot mess for a while, so I'm happy not to rely on them anymore. Anyway, good podcast. Over and out. Yeah, thanks for that, Ivy. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think what a lot of people forget is, obviously, as the saying goes, time is money. And I certainly got to the point with Google Hangouts where I'm like. I'm spending so much time arsing about with it and trying to sort it out that it's time I could have been spent playing my next session, doing something unrelated to gaming, running a game. If you go to work for a company, an organization, whatever, you get paid for your time. That's because your time is valuable. And I think the the time you spend messing around with things like this and technical problems saps away from your enjoyment of the hobby. I think it's cost me far less overall to pay a little bit of money to Zoom every month to get a really good service, one that works really well and enables me to run my games. Thanks very much for leaving the message, Ivy. Catch you soon. Hi, John. It's Colin. Just a quick message to say I was listening to the Skylord episode and there's something wonky gone on with the edit. Um, I don't know if it's just at my end, but... That seems unlikely. I didn't know. You might want to listen, uh, listen to it and see if see if you know what I'm on about. It's sort of um, the narration is behind on the like actual play, uh, and I think it's going to throw people. Anyway, you'll probably know what I mean if it if it is the case. Uh, or it could just be some quirk of my podcatcher, I don't know. Anyway, just thought I'd let you know, it's like an off-air message, man. Thanks for pointing that out, Colin. You were absolutely right, the Skylord episode of our Thousand Lands game. The narration parts were terribly out of sync with the actual action. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, when I'm editing my actual plays down, what I sometimes do is, in bits where there's like a lot of OOC chat or rules queries going on, I summarise it with a bit of a voiceover, rather like I'm doing this voiceover now, and then I just carry on with the action. For some reason, I'm not entirely sure why, maybe my computer was throwing a bit of a wobbly or whatever. Although it all matched up with the narration, with the actual play bits, when I set it to render, for some reason afterwards in the render, it's thrown them all out of sync. And I don't think I'd be able to rectify this without a lot of additional editing, which I don't really have time to do. So what I've done is I've tweaked the the YouTube version and I've put the uncut version from my Twitch channel in there. So even though it's not the, the sort of polished, condensed down, edited version, there's still a full copy of the uncut version on my Twitch, on Anchor, and on my YouTube channel that people can listen to if they want. 
I've since found a slightly better and more reliable way of editing videos, which I've used on the first game of my Zanor Swords and Sorcery game, which seems to work really well. So again, thanks very much for pointing this out, Colin. Actually having this occur has allowed me to find a slightly more improved way of doing things in the future. So there you go. Even when something seems to have gone wrong, you might actually benefit from it in the long run. Thanks very much for your message, Colin. Catch you soon. Take care. Okay, so no real massive thing of import to report for this episode. Like I said, I'm just trying to get back to recording things a bit more regularly. And this one I'm doing on my phone just because it's easier. And I've actually got my computer uploading a YouTube video at the minute. So I'm also interested to see how this is going to do when I'm uploading it via my mobile connection since my internet bandwidth has been eaten up by the YouTube monster at the moment. But yeah, ran my Xanor game uh, at the weekend. Very much enjoyed it using uh, Astonishing Swords and Swordsmen of Hyperborea, although I've probably got the title wrong since it is uh, the longest title in OSRdom that I'm aware of. But still very much enjoying it. A um, few odd little bits and pieces where we have to look up rules, but that's only to be expected. By and large, I found it quite simple, quite smooth, since it's based on the standard OSR rules that I'm familiar with. We ran an adventure where, since I've been reading, um, I think it's called The Tower of the Elephant, one of the old Conan stories, uh, I had them trying to raid a necromancer's tower, and that worked really well when Johannes Pavela sort of wrote his character's background, this character Baru the Beautiful, who is himself a necromancer, and he tied it in with the background, saying that he'd been an old apprentice of this necromancer, Golgarag. It was set in a, a sort of a sword and sorcery piecemeal world that I've created from various sources and inspiration, which you can check out the World Anvil site for the, the World of Zanor to see that. And it's got a map in there, and I think it's a flat world with like a huge barrier of ice around it and the sun shining over a mountain in the center of it. But the session was set in this city called Zanakand, the city of thieves, in this exotic sort of tent city where this tower was surrounded by a mage sorry, a maze of vegetation and this huge wall that the carrots had to get over and then go through various trials on the way up the tower. We didn't complete it entirely since we got to what seemed to be a natural juncture and we'd already been playing for like a bit longer than we normally did. So I wrapped it up with the idea that we may have a slightly shorter session next week and just sort of round up that adventure because we're doing it more as a sort of anthology game where they're just going to focus on like the adventures and like the exciting bits of their characters' careers with them potentially just sort of levelling up after every couple of adventures rather than strictly tracking XP. Uh, and I was motivated to do that by reading a lot of the Conan stories recently. And you don't really see like a lot of the downtime sort of stuff going on between them. The, the stories tend to start off where like Conan just like rocks up into the situation. Something's going on or like he's trying to rob somewhere or he's trying to like kill somebody or whatever. That situation unfolds and he disappears into the distance. In some of the later ones, yeah, you do get a little bit more of sort of hints of background, but the square focuses purely on the exciting bits of his life, and that's what I want to try and get from this game. In terms of other things roleplay-wise, I've received a copy of um, Demogorgons and... I, I can't remember the exact title. In fact, as I'm talking... I'm going to walk upstairs and have a look at the book now. So ignore the thunderous footfalls that you will hear. That's just me walking up the stairs, carrying my phone. 
I'm going to have a quick look in the other room. And I apologize to the author of the game for not being able to remember it. I literally got it yesterday, and I've not really slept much. There we go, Dark Places and Demogorgons, which is a sort of Stranger Things style role-playing game based on the OSR system from Bloat Games, influenced by Goonies, The Lost Boys, etc. Very much looking forward to playing in that. I've also got my copy of the hard copy of Black Hack 2nd Edition, which I received the other day, which I'm very much looking forward to trying out. And I quite fancy having a go at running Middlelands using that. As you may be aware, I had to wrap up my Middlelands campaign recently due to unfortunate scheduling mishaps, but I really would like to get back into that campaign setting again soon. Okay, so I may be a bit quiet over the weekend, and that's because I'm off to a LARP event in the Lorien Trust system that I play in. A friend of mine, Foz, is kind of giving me a lift up to this small social event being run by the Hearts faction, a sort of vaguely Arthurian-inspired group or faction within the Lorien Trust system. I'm My character, Capricorn, is a member of the Order of Helios. They're sort of like strange, umbral, as the race is known, knights. They're almost sort of like created beings who don't really have like a darker side, unlike a lot of the more sort of angsty, my father was killed and I have sworn vengeance style of characters you often, unfortunately and stereotypically, come across in LARP. They're just genuinely good people, created to do good and trying to do their best, which I found after play, years of playing sort of like violent orcs, murderous redcaps, um, savage beastkin, whatever you care to name, actually playing just a genuinely nice, if slightly clueless person, has been extremely refreshing. I've already been chatting to a few people on Facebook this morning about the event. Apparently, we're all meeting up in Coventry this evening. We're all going like, to hit up a karaoke bar or something. Obviously, we won't be recording in there because obviously people may not be comfortable with that. Um, people may have jobs or things like that which don't wouldn't approve of them being recorded. And I think that's entirely fair. And I, I've always held the the idea that if I was going to, re when I record a session or anything like that, I always make sure everyone's fine with it first. And if there's people who aren't fine with it, I simply don't record it. I think you should be focused on the game and enjoyment and no one should be made to suffer or have their enjoyment lessened because they're not comfortable with being recorded. So although you won't hear any recordings of me belting out crappy Tenacious D songs, and when I say crappy songs, I don't mean that Tenacious D songs are crappy because... I love Tenacious D. What I mean is my singing voice is atrocious. In fact, my wife has said that I sound a lot like the Go Compare Man when I sing because my voice does tend to get even deeper when I actually sing, although I don't really mean it to. That's just the way it goes. So you won't hear me singing any Tenacious D. Unfortunately, you probably won't get to, you won't get to hear me belting out Kiss from a Rose by Seal either. However, I know my friend Foz, who does like a sort of bushcrafting and survival channel, and he's just opened up a second one to do like lots of vlogging and stuff like that. He's planning on recording some video stuff. Kindly, he's already asked whether I'd be interested in being in it. Again, showing me consideration and making it clear that if I objected, he wouldn't record anything with me in it. Obviously, I'm fine with it because I'm on a lot of YouTube and podcast stuff, so I'm like, yeah, grand. So there'll be some recorded tomfoolery on his channel, no doubt. And if I'm in any of them, I shall post the links to them so you can have a look at us too, like dicking around in Coventry. Uh, I'm also hoping to record, probably not videos, because I don't think I'll have space to store them on my phone. I'm not taking loads of 
video equipment with me, but I'll probably try and record some audio stuff and get Foz in on that so I can post a few episodes when I get back. Anyway, that's what I'm going to be up for to the weekend, guys. Hope you all have a great time, and I'll catch you soon. Take care.